the address is literally two blocks going into downtown. Uh, past, there's a YMCA across the street. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It's like two blocks, but it's actually so long. At time, whenever you want. We wake up as we're Well, yeah, me too. So I'll check when they open. I think they also open fairly early. So it should be like a nice place. Okay. 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 Like this is mic one, mic two, mic okay. three. Um, let's see. This is one. So they've got two and three up there. Okay. So you can adjust that. And I think that this is the overall cool. right here. Cool. Yeah. All right. So I'll just do some adjustments.
It's going to be right through this hallway here.
And so that's why I try to reduce things quite a lot, and that's why sometimes people compare my art to minimal art, but this is not, uh, I do not, it has not much to do with each other, just like probably the form of language of putting minimal art from somewhere else wrong. But, um, but it only this um, appearance uh, consists of the need which I have just to let the material be what it is. So, I mean, um, as you can go between the show, I mean, it's like a few words are based on a then it's the rain and it was like repeating and there's like poppers, you know. I use I use um, materials for some reason. So I use copper because it's a reading material with a pure element. I use um, the stainless material because it was based on this on this uh object or something, it's the rain. And I always try not to um yeah, not to override it somehow to um to let it um yeah, be what it is. Same uh, with the new up here, which is ceramic, uh, which we just finished in Guadalajara. Um, and I mean, the idea to do it, you know, to do it like out of metal, or to make it with small paint, or things like that, uh, which I denied because it was important that that's ceramic, and, and uh, it's a ceramic place, and it is what it is. And um, so I, would, I try not to somehow fake things. And I would know people sometimes ask me why I'm not using like styrofoam uh, stones or something like that to create. And but that would be never an option for me because it's not just about how it looks like, but it's also how it behaves. So it's about gravity, it's about stability, it's about um matches playing together. Um so that's why yeah, I do that. Which brings me to my next question, because um you know, working with Alicia, um I, I have to say I'm very impressed with the way you 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 Extract the impossible from the material. I remember when you told me you wanted to have polished, near polished material to create. I thought, great. And um, and then you did. And um, and you you often you find fire, you find people who are yeah. who are experts in their field. And um, and that was so awesome. But for this show, point of the universe with the ceramic piece, you kind of um, you know, I kept going back to you, and, and so did so did the so did the other ceramics were saying this can't be done, this can't be done. And you kept saying, but this is what I want, and we kept pushing it. So you must hear it all a lot. Yeah, but I think that was the main, probably one of the main jobs of Marcus to um, to get it through somehow. Yeah. Because you always, I mean, have people trying to say it's not possible. I mean, that's what I did from the very beginning. And I had no budget at all. I was like, calling, you know, two hundred companies, and so one was like doing it for free, <laughs> like in three days. <laughs> so I think that's one of the most important things. But then, you know, to uh, yeah, and to kind of motivate other people to um, to try it and to fulfill it. And um, and you, you you often mention so after a tunnel teller. Most of my producers have been working since like 10 years or something. So, so I mean, they know exactly what 
talking about on that side of the internet. That's the beginning, of course, it's not easy. But uh, yeah, you're right, yeah, sometimes it's a, a very like, you know, refreshing experience for them. So. Yeah, and um, there's, there's a piece in the back that you've made a similar piece before, and again, this can be also made in Mexico, um, yeah. trial term. Yeah. And, and this piece, I, I remember um, one of the lists of materials was bricks, and, and then later I learned, no, they have to be used bricks. They can't be new bricks, I don't want new bricks. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I want to know about home and where they come from, and they were building, it made me think of this rubble coming to life and turning into these ears in the sense. Uh, that's, so how, did, how did that piece come to life in your mind? I mean, it's like, um, let's uh, let start. So, I mean, why the bricks are important and why I would not use new bricks is that I, it's all about somehow, I mean, like my work is quite a lot about transformation and different, let's say, like one matter, which is, you know, transforming to something else. And um, human-made uh, structures and constructions, and I mean, bricks are probably very symbolic for like, you know, like something we build houses of, right? right? So, and so we build our reality from things like that. And, um, but in this work, they turn more to like a self-stabilizing um, self mechanism, which reminds you for years of, um, of talk, uh, talks or something like that. So it's more like a, um, like a self-standing um, mechanism for um, which like kind of both are stuck. But, um, but of course it's important for me that this brick has been um, part of another construction for another use. You, know, so you, you wanted that kind of life in the material. Yeah, not really? different from the electricity. It was used to something else and not expected to something else. Yeah. And, and um, one of the, the key sort of elements of the sense is really the idea of how you capture motion and movement. But not the movement. Everything is you know, solid, heavy, stationary out there. But it's, it's a very dynamic show that, that, that moves around. So, for example, you can kind of see or fall. You know, you're just kicking, you're kicking, fall. And I find that there's always that kind of, there's often that tension um, of, of, of representing something in a way that is normal, it's normally not represented in a way. And then you challenge these ideas. Um, I mean, just think, what I do quite a lot is that I try to bring like a narration and structure, or like a performative moment and structure. Um, but it's also like, uh, what I'm interested in is like how we read things. So if you would like place more pipes, like whatever, bottles on the door, and what is like this and what is like that, and what is like that. So you, you read emotion, emotion, and you lose emotion. It's like what, what we learned about how we read things. So it's more like that. Um, and so I use this to create emotion of something, but it's of course not moving, but you read it as emotion. Um, and the what I'm interested about that is not actually the motion itself, but it's more like, it's more like the object. So I'm kind of trying to learn as much as I can about one object. So it's like, and it's no matter if it's myself or this ring or this space, it's more like um, how we express things um, in our reality, and that is like, you know, we can know about its chemistry, we can know about its place, its movement, its sound, what it looks like. So I try to actually to learn and capture as much as I can um, of, uh, of one thing, um, of our reality. And for me, they have all the same value. So it's like, you know, the chairs say, like, yes, uh, actually, you know, this is a ring, and it's all like parts of our 
our daily uh, reality. And so I try to, um, yeah, somehow to take take off this apart and to see uh, what I can, uh, yeah, what I can find in that, what I can learn about that, what what, what is left if I uh, if I kind of learn everything about um, an object, if I have all the information about an object, if that is all that. So actually, that's what I'm trying to. But it's interesting how, how your your narrative breaks up all this into sixty seconds. This is a, a sixty second of, of, of motion of this ring, and um, so it's it's kind of like these two components: motion, time, mm -hmm. and observer. Yeah, observer. Yeah. 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 And and your four cameras. Yeah. Can you talk a bit about the process? Yeah, so it's not like I mean, I mean it's just what I what I, I mean. It's probably not always like that for all the artists, but for me, it's super. Um, Helpful if I have like something which I can follow, like a system or a mathematical, you know, formula or like something I can kind of. It's helping me to take common decisions. So in this case, what I was doing is that I was um, mapping the floor of my studio in a uh, 30 to 30 centimeter squares, and um, then I had four cameras on the floor and one hanging uh, from the ceiling, and we've been. Um, uh, we've been rolling print and uh, filming sessions with cameras on the map floor. And so afterwards, in the computer, I of course had to like reconstruct um, each moment of this object in space and time of this like, 60 seconds. So that's exactly what, what somehow happened in this section of time. So I somehow froze this moment of this object in time. It's a little bit sometimes. I was to explain that it's compared to my English photography. Because it's like structural, right? It's really tough. So, um, but I mean, the desire about it is really for me to somehow to learn, to learn everything about this object. You know, all its, you know, how it behaves, when it behaves, where it behaves, uh, what it does. Um, and I mean, by, by some, there was, I mean, it could be also another object, I don't think. It's not like about the specific, you know, it could be whatever. But, um, yeah, so that's what I do. So it's quite, it's always like quite intense to um, create this world. So it's a lot of technique behind it, which you can't see, but it's not very important actually, because I mean, the end does the result. But um, of course, there's a lot of, you know, for that, and it's like, you have to filming, then you do like a 3D model, then you do a real model, then you go to a fabricator, and so it's like a quite a lot of story behind And um, the other, Another but not Phil, the speakers, mm -hmm. uh, which roughly translates into after English or after teacher. This piece uh, also employs a way um, that is you know, spun mm -hmm. and then staged, recorded, and then, then played back. Um, but, um, you know, so when, when the piece is on, you, you see the ring is stationary. And it reminds me a bit about this, um, you know, the limits of our senses. The best example is probably, you know, the, you know, thunder and lightning can happen simultaneously, but we perceive them in different moments because light travels faster than sound. So, and a lot of your work feels reminds us about how limited our senses are and how. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why. I mean, that's what I was trying to explain. I mean, I somehow try to uh, to learn for myself uh, what we can somehow capture of this this world we are living in, and how we do it, and what kind of systems we invent to do it, and how we can measure, and how we can 
denoting of how we can maybe are trying to cultivate and how we try to teach each other things and how we are accepting things and how the time is agreeing on things and um, so how we are like somehow trying to escape the absurdity of our own being on the planet to and make it like something like a like life is a reality and so I think that's all the systems and um, yeah I try to to um, escape the problem. Yeah, no, and it, it's, it's, and, I, and this, this comes up repeatedly in your work in terms of time wealth, um, your, your observation too of um, the absurdity of, of the commodity market. Uh, and I thought, when I went to German, I thought it was called Mittwacher, Mittwacher's term Wednesday. And, uh, and Mittwacher's Wednesday at a very specific time when we looked at the value of the And, um, and, and, and it's really about um, this idea of convention, that, uh, 
Yuval Harari talks a lot about how you know, civilization was able to form as humanity was able to work together and agree on things. And in working together and agreeing on things and establishing systems and, and interventions, we were able to build civilizations and societies. And, um, and it's interesting to think about that and your work and at a moment when um, you know, these, a lot of these inventions and these ideas are being questioned. Um, how, how, do you, how do you see your work with, 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 with you know, the right nationalism and these ideas that are, that are being challenged in the right time? I mean, I wonder what's the next one. And it's just, you know, um, the series are all for the moment, right? I mean, it's not said that it's right, true or right, whatever. I mean, it's like, um, it's, it's a temporary snapshot, I would call it. Yeah. Um, but, um, but of course, I'm, I'm quite interested in all these, you know, like different uh, wings of philosophy. And I'm just trying to figure, figure that out. Uh, but, um, yeah, but what is trying to explain, I see it very skeptical because also, like, even what he's writing, I mean, no matter, I mean, if you go really far, you could say that all science and all social studies are just based on, um, again, on politics, on agreements, on sponsoring, on, you know, on things like that. So it's not like that we have, like, a physical truth because it's a physical truth. It's a physical truth because one university is funded better than the other one. And, um, and because some people are doing different decisions, so you could, you know, you could question it all and still do nothing with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I guess you could. But, well, and, and this reminds me, uh, I always, your work always makes, you know, um, um, you know I, I live in Boston, and uh, in a desk here from MIT, and there's a bridge that connects Boston, the Mass Avenue Bridge connects Boston to Cambridge, and it's very poetic. And um, I think it happens every year, uh, students come up with their own unit of measure and measure the length of the bridge. And I've always thought of this gratitude of a little, you have to see it because it's, 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 it's a lot like, it reminds me of your work, but it always made me think about this idea of, of, of kind of breaking the student's um, sense of certainty of what things happen, how do you redefine them. And, um, and, you know, because I think a lot about the, Arbitrary length of an inch, for mm -hmm. example, mm -hmm. and and why do we use inches in this country when it's a metric? Nobody knows. So so again, there's this arbitrary nature to this yeah. that that for some reason. No, but it's a good, funny, good, simple example, right? I mean, that's not true in a, I mean, it's like, just like one of you. Yeah. Yours is a bit more rough than ours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, joking. But yeah, but it's actually about this, actually. It's actually that what, what my work is about. It's somehow trying to, it's also like ironic, and it's also like, because for me, it's also absurd for me. And then, yeah, you know, we are like having all these struggles, and and fight and argument, but in the end of the day, when you read about it, it's just like, it's just, it's one agreement, it could be another one. It's like, no, who are you safe, you know? Who's yeah, safe? And, and, and you're working with a way to kind of make things like, well, why are we arguing so much about obsessed with something when we could be able to Yeah, but it's, you know, like it's human nature. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you like to follow it, it makes it more easy. Yeah, and, and um, in, in, a, in a great deal of your work, you, you also look at, at, at the sky, at, at celestial bodies, at yeah. the states. Yeah. Um, where, where does that come from? 
I think exactly from, from that. I mean, if you if you question it yourself, you question whatever, what this bottle is about, or what it is, or what it contains, you end up in stars. I mean, that comes naturally to it, because if, if you, yeah, if you ask further, 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 you end up, right, like, to, what I tried to capture is this new work, it's like kind of the universe, the form of the possible shape of it, um, the, the, whatever, the end of it, the border of it, but of course I'm not a scientist. So um, it's very, for me, it's much more like philosophical, and I try, because my language is, of course, like physical art, I try somehow to um, to capture it uh, with uh, three-dimensional pieces, what I do. But um, that's, um, of course, I mean, it's automatically painted. I mean, there's no way to escape from me, because somehow if you uh, deal with, like, uh, daily measures, and then you end up on our globe, and that is absolutely enough for me, I mean, um, like flying on a, on a bowl all day, right, and no, into nowhere, and that's super absurd. And <laughs> if, you, if you go further and further, um, it makes us ourselves very small in a good way, I think. I think that's what I always try to do when I think I have problems. It's like um, to, to see it from a bigger sense, and it makes us very small and very ironic in the end. And I think we are, keep it, we are taking ourselves much too serious um, most of the time. <laughs> so. And um, so that's why I yeah, trying to use the stars and to universal questions, let's say. In the metaverse, um, the larger system, mm -hmm. show, um, there's there's a, a tie answer to pain. This is a, a real thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you you have it otherwise being mm -hmm. replicated. Yeah. Um, and, and appear now, too. Yeah, actually, it's funny. Yeah, it's a question from me. Uh, it's not. Um, what I, I mean, you can't see it in most of my works, but there's a lot of like 3D scanning, there's 3D milling, and you know, a lot of computer work behind, even if that is all very classical, um, you know, sculpture materials, most of them. Um, and so in this case, what I did, I used the stone in, in a lot of pieces, actually. And so, so they, I think you will find the stone back in Boston again at MIT. Um, so, um, so what I do the is, original. this is original, yeah. I 3D scanned it, and um, then I copy it, uh, so it's a stone that appearing again and again, um, but I was always reflect them from one piece to the other, so because um, one day I couldn't show them all together, there would be like a lot of pieces with like the same, you know, the same stone again and again, and it's also about this meta-transformation, um, but also about the information, much more about the information actually of the stone, because I mean, it's also like, what, what I think is super interesting nowadays is also like this is 3D scanning um, and um, you know like all the analysis we can do about measure effect. So it's like this question, if I know everything about a stone, for example, um, do I have a stone? And is that, an, is that like the same, uh, you know, let's say, is the information of an object the same as the object? That's I'm trying, what I'm trying to do with And you, you can find this stone then this on this sculpture two times like one like one one is a copy or a copy of this one the other one seems like melting down um so it is very weak yeah very weak, yeah. um so what I, what I do try to do there is also like to um i try to somehow um see what our expectations are towards different kind of measures and of course a stone of course it has a very serial moment which is also like uh, i mean i love that but um, of course, the stone would not usually behave like a wet, uh, you know, like um, whatever. Yeah, it would not be. <laughs> um, 
Um, but so I somehow tried to break those expectations, of course, uh, as well, of object as natural. And they, they have also the sphere there, they are all the same volume, so it's also like three times the same zone, let's say, but like in a different, in a different shape, in a different option. I would not even say shape, but it's about options. So magic for me is just options of things in time, space and time. And your, your Fibonacci series deals with that as well. Yes. Uh, they're also, it parts from this legendary stone and, and goes to, <laughs> from a circle to a very simple block. Yes, it's, a, it's between like two like, human-made like, mathematical forms and then in the middle we have the resort transforming to both sides. But we can't see it here, but you can see it uh, at the MIT too. Um, yeah, but it's all about that. For me, it's like, you know, like most of matter, including myself and all of you, it's just, you know, coincidental happenings in space and time. Um, and it's, I mean, we are like just made of 21 elements, not, that's not much. <laughs> they came together somehow. And um, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's, I mean, I see it as well, I don't know, I don't know if everybody can see it, but um, yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah, um, I, um, I, I learn a lot and uh, my children had a hard time believing me that on May 1st, um, it's the tradition to take out the cobblestones and throw them in the sea. Yep. And we have a piece here that deals with that. Can we, can we talk about that? Yes, we have a great tradition. Please join us. I'm not sure if it's a um, No, it's actually, it's, a, it's, a, it's not that bad anymore, but um, it is, yeah, it's of course, it's, a, it's a, first of May, it's the day of, of, of work. Um, in uh, Germany, and, and it's um, so uh, yeah, there's like every first of May, there's this uh, you know, um, so it's, let's say battles between the police and um, and people, but it's never like very you know, it's uh, it is serious, but um, anyway, so you know, it's a long story behind it. Why, why is it happening? But it's not about the first of May, it's about this, there's another new piece, but and I have to jump a little bit first thing you. So it's more about what I so what I do. The whole day long, just trying to understand this world, but I can't because my sense is also limited. So, um, of course, unfortunately. And um, so, it's like actually, this gesture is showing it's somehow transforming this idea you know, you can knock your hand as hard as you want against the wall, you will never ever get it. It's like it's not gonna happen. So, um, and this, this piece is it's so it looks like a couple, you call them cobblestones? Yeah, cobblestones. Yeah. So it's cobblestones, the copies of cobblestones that made of porcelain. And I just throw them against the wall, and of course they are breaking. So it's like, uh, so first you have this gesture, like probably the, the most human gesture, uh, to pick a stone and to throw it, to protect yourself, or to show your anger, or to, to fight, or to somehow, you know, uh, protest. Um, but in this work, it's just, it goes nowhere because it's, it's breaking. So it's like, it's not, not getting you through anything. It's just it stays. It, it breaks apart, and then for me also like yeah, I guess for like also like you know like this anger probably which we have trying to find out about ourselves, but um, somehow to uh, accept that it's it is all in charge of you know because we can't. Yeah, and and I you know one of the I guess the most fascinating thing about about your work is um, you, you know, in a way you're reminding us that in spite of all of our conventions and civilizations and time, in, in many ways it's a, a, a feeble attempt to 
let's say, close to spiritual ideas. Okay. Um, because I think that is far too much of believing something again mm -hmm. and not believing much things. So it's more like I look at them, but I would not. But of course, I'm interested how other spiritual ideas are trying to solve it. So I, I look at that, yeah. but it's not something which so is satisfying for me. The, the, the relationship between the agreement upon reality, whether it's your physical or your spiritual, yeah. it's this idea of coming together again for a convention. So understand. But, yes, I mean, it's like about the trying to understand how you, how you, I mean, how you try to explain. Yeah. And, and what, um, what is, what is, what is it you're trying to do next? Is there something you're, you're trying to achieve, something you're trying to pass as, as an artist that you're working on? Do you mean, um... Like a piece or an idea? Uh, yeah, I mean, at the moment, I'm, but it's not very much probably about the plot of my work, but I'm very much in outdoor public sculpture at the moment. So, uh, really? yes, so such a uh, accident, that's what I think. No, but no, I, honestly, I think it's like, um, it's, we have to somehow break out of those clean spaces and this very security you now um, art privacy. Um, and I think that public art is super important and necessary and it could really be an identification for people and it can, it can do a lot. Um, and that's what's very, very exciting for me at the moment. So I, uh, yeah, I try to, to uh, get in that normal. Great. And, and, and what is it? Is there something specific about public art that you're trying to achieve or? Yes, it's somehow it's like kind of education, but I mean, what means education? But it's like, you, I mean, what is art? I mean, yeah, I mean, if you question what, is, what art is made for, I mean, there's of course many, many levels, but for me, like in times where like people try to identify the nations which are abstract things for me, because there are no nations existing for me. Um, I think it's better, it's, it's like, it's good to, to, to somehow try to face something else, like, um, like, for example, art or something else, you can identify this, or you can, you can be whatever, you can, I mean, instead of, I think somebody said it recently, I read it somewhere, instead of being a German, you can be a Dadaist, or instead of being an American, you can be a journalist, or whatever, so it's somehow, you know, I think, I really think it's important and it's, and it's good, so, um, and I think when people, I mean, for example, when I was a teenager, I was always meeting uh, on a big red thing. And I never knew what this big red thing was, but it was like, oh, let's see what the big red thing. And um, then I started, of course, at some point, I started to research what this big red was, and that was an electronic holder. And then I, you know, I think so that's how I discovered it's on the whole world. So, so um, and I think that can, can happen quite, quite a lot if you, if you allow people to, um, to discover art without being afraid of it. Yeah. And, and was, was Paul there an inspiration for you? Yeah, a bit, but not enough. Like, to be honest, I'm not a big uh, follower of Paul's uh, work, but uh, of course there are parts of his uh, work which I really appreciate. Uh, but no, but I just like to kind of access the possible access to art, which is yeah, interesting. All right, well, we'll have to find you told me that they think some teenagers hanging around there, and you told me that they can not ask me what that is, and you, you can explain that it's his art. And oh, some, uh, yes, yeah, yes, yes. That, that's, that's yeah. a good So, um, we had, um, well, it was actually, uh, 
So um, I've, I've trained my son to do tours, and he did the tours of Carol Keller, and uh, he made me pay him. But um, the thing that was interesting was um, there were a lot of kids running around, and, and they kind of thought Carol Keller was a playwright. And my son told one of them, no, this is art, um, you know, we just bought it, it's a journey. And, and then I heard the other kids say, hey, man, this is art, and it was made by a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really yeah, cool. Like, it's, like, it's too cool to be an artist sometimes. Oh, really? And yeah. I like that. So. <laughs> and kids really love it. You know, when we first set up the piece, what, uh, what, what I thought it was, um, the first sign of use were um, um, raccoon paws. See that the raccoons were coming up and looking at themselves. You make very popular art. I love So I, I am. Um, hot onion. Yeah, hot onion. No, it's, it's all right. Well, I'll, I'll have to think of, of another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then one other So I think it's time to ask some questions to open it up to the public now. Um, I care. If anyone has a question, please raise your hand and we can bring you a mic. Oh, you're right here. Yeah. Hi, Jeff. Um, the brutality of your material is great to me. It reminds me of a post-it communist architecture where I come across Poland and Berlin. How does your character? Oh, I wish not at all, but I'm afraid it is. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, not, not, I'm not looking for it. I'm not, I'm not like digging in my past. I'm not looking where I'm from. I'm not interested in my background, to be honest. Um, but of course, I can't deny it. So um, I'm pretty sure it is influencing me at some point. Um, but I can't, it's, it's hard to tell for me. It's really not that I'm looking for it at all. And to be honest, I was like, trying to push it away for a very long time. I think I can't do it completely, of course, um, but it's not a point of my interest very much. But I'm sure it is, but I'm just not doing it like, you know, like I don't do it. You're not making a statement. The, the coal is not a reference. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what we say. That's what we say. It's a carbon industry city in South but I'm, honestly, I'm like, but it's something personal. I'm really not I'm interested of what I do, what other people do, but I'm not interested where I'm from, where people are from. It's not what I'm really interested in. Oh. Thank you. Thank you so much for your talk. It's a wonderful one. Um, you, you question everything, and you, you said, if I understand properly, that you don't believe in, in much, or, or it takes a long time to make you believe in something. Can I ask what you do believe in? Nothing. <laughs> do you believe in love? Uh, yes. <laughs> no comments on that. <laughs> Perceptions and laws of science and perceptions of defined reality. And um, the reality is the term of construction. So, following that statement, also in a recent uh, interview in Long Magazine, um, you said that uh, in 
object in, in relation to its uh, representation uh, when uh, it has an object transformed to an other object. Very interestingly, the border, the contents, and how they meet. So that space in between, which I see very much reflected in your work, um, that these are the somehow about the meaning. So uh, the critique is not uh, scientific, purely scientific term, so let's have it for our analysis. Um, if uh, you want to think about new form of uh, spiritualism, that's based on the uh, science of the body and the mind and the perception. Um, I just say, no, I don't think so. It's more what I was trying to explain. It's like for me, it's like. Um, I'm not the, the one like trying to invent another like spirituality or whatever. It's more than I try to. I mean, what is interesting, you could call it spirituality. I mean, I don't know how you know whether that's hard or not. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, I, you, I mean, of course, if you think about the point that like, I mean, all those elements of this planet, all atoms, every little part, it's not getting lost. It's permanently transforming, and it is. So like, all of you yourself, each little part will not just disappear, it will be somewhere, it will be, it will be a part of the bike or like, a, I don't know, <laughs> part of the door or whatever. You can call it whatever you would like to, but I'm not, I, I would not, I, that's not the part I'm very much interested in to, to um, yeah, to the further. And a uh, follow-up question, uh, I find uh, a lot of uh, relativism in the book that turns in philosophy. Yeah. I wonder uh, if you, uh, you are interested in metaphysics and uh, phenomenology, and also like from the newer uh, Graham Harman, object oriented ontology and the uh, uh, relational realism. Uh, uh, yes, of course, but, but you know, I don't need to be honest. Like, for me, it's enough to read about quantum physics, for example. That's enough metaphysics for me. So I don't need metaphysics. No, it's like, this is so insane to try to understand these things that that is so far beyond whatever, you know, like call it whatever. Even even God, I would say, what, what the hell is going on there? So I, I don't need any kind of, you know, extras to that. That's kind of hard for me. One last question. Um, since you, I, I was going to ask you about this, this question of conventions and this idea of how we, we sort of run on conventions. And my question would be, well, if you, if you want to change a convention or if there's a conflict between conventions, are you able to say that one is you know, really better than the other one, or is it just arbitrary if you want to change the one to the other, or how you can those disagreements? I mean, it's a difficult question. Of course, I would say, you know, there are like, some ethic feelings you all have, and there is like, a, you know, probably like a better than another. But if you see it from a very distance, you can see it depends how you see it. Of course, I could see it like very scientific in a way and step away of it and say, no, it's all the same. It's just a matter of, of you know, of agreements and decisions. You could do that. But of course, it's, I think that um, there are some like basic, it's, it's not, I don't know, you know, to be honest, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's really hard. It's a very, very difficult um, theme, actually, because it really depends how you see it. And, um, of course, even if you don't put religion in that now, but even, but, of course, there are some basic 
you know, ethical rules, which I think are based on our human bodies, our civilization, our need to survive, right? So of course we can say that there's like, it's, it's a need for sure to have one than another, but if you start from the very blank beginning and you see why societies and decisions are created and how they could be exchanged, it's somehow equal as well because it's just a, it's just a decision. It's not like that it's a human-made thing, for example, that we have country borders, which is one of the most abstract things, I think, ever. It's, it's, not a, it's not a natural thing, it's a decision. And this decision leads to, to other things, right? It's for example. So, um, so it's really, I think it's a very smart but difficult question. Um, so it, it's, it depends where you start to look at it, right? So if we start to look at it in the very, very, very beginning, I would say, yes, it's like one of the, like the other. But of course, things are leading to other things. And then it's not the one as the other. But there's a better in the world, right? So, but it's, yeah, it's a very, it's a very good question, actually. Well, thank you very much, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.